Hey, it's episode 35, and today I have Cassie from Ella Bella Plans. She is one of my hometown homies, and she was so flexible and gracious to come on Planner Lifestyle Podcast today uh, with me, your host, Jessica McWilliams, to fill in for a guest who's lost her voice from all the shenanigans at Go Wild. Well, Cassie could... Um, easily be a guest in her own right. Since she is a friend of mine, she is a great sub and holds her own in this awesome episode where we really just have a heart-to-heart conversation between two planner friends. Everything from dividers to dates, uh, potty training to printers, uh, you name it, we talk about it. Stay tuned all the way to the end to hear about her love of Harry Potter if you want to listen, I'd be so grateful. And if you want to talk about it more, please join me on my new Facebook group, which is called Planner Lifestyle. I would be happy to have people join in on the conversation and continue any thoughts that you might have had uh, during today's episode. Okay, uh, see ya. Cassie, thanks for coming on Planner Lifestyle Podcast. It's a pleasure to have I you here. pumped my only conversation with an adult during the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we and we often talk, well, sort of. We um I mean, the listeners wouldn't know this, but uh Cassie is also from Minnesota Planner Group and uh we started a little side Marco Polo chat and so it's almost like we have like video voicemails just like constantly streaming between, I don't know, 10 people or something. Yeah. So I see you and you see me, but we're not exactly necessarily speaking. No, it's just face like to face either group chat, but with faces. So you get to see me bright and early in the morning with my wet hair and a towel. Um, so maybe it's not the best thing in the world, but it's fun to chat. <laughs> yes. And well, and when you can, because it's kind of cool to, I mean, any of us may not have a half hour to sit down and talk, but we have like 20 seconds to um, say something quickly, you know, pop in and out yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and that's also really nice uh, because while I don't always get time to text, um, I'm actually really bad at responding to texts right away. Um, I either respond right away or not at all. But with the, like you said, it's easy to pop in for 20 seconds, say your piece, and then pop back out throughout the day. So. Right. However, then it gets to be like 94 messages. Yes, I think when I first joined the Marco Polo group, I had 90 some messages and I looked at Brandon, my husband, and I was like, there is no way I can catch up on this. So it was nice. I don't know if you saw the message, but at one point, oh no, it was at the um, the last Minnesota Planner Addicts meetup. Um, a lot of us from the Marco Polo group were there and we had all kind of just decided you don't have to watch everything. You can literally pop in and be like, I haven't caught up, but here's the happy meal I received today. <laughs> because it is, it's, you shouldn't feel obligated to watch what everybody has said um, because it is a lot and we all have plenty of things going on. However, it's nice to have the community there when you do get that new piece of happy meal and you want to share it with people who are also going to be just as excited as you are. Or right. about a pretzel and at Target. 
I'm like, look, guys, carbs. Okay, bye. <laughs> I know. I was so jealous because we – I actually went to Target today with both of my kids and um, – they did not behave well, so we bypassed the snacks on the way out. I was like, nope, we're going home. You're having carrots and string cheese. You are not getting a cake pop at Starbucks. Aww, yeah, Mom. I know. Yeah. They just, they... Well, you got to do the hard things. I have to learn. There's consequences. And I did not it's need so hard. a Starbucks because, again, no spend. I'm going to do this no spend. <laughs> it's going to happen. All right. Well, let's break down a no spend yeah. because when I hear that, I think okay, you're not racking up some sort of Etsy bill or you're not trolling the aisles of Michael's or something. But when I hear you say Starbucks, like that's like, I I mean, I get it. It's still money that you're spending. But so is this across the board? Like you're not buying a nail polish. You're not buying a play ticket or a movie ticket or like just like you're just on lockdown or is it just planner? Like break that down for me. I am on lockdown. Um, I have a few exceptions, which was once a year, I replace some necessities in my wardrobe, like socks, like I'm talking staples. So I had two things that I needed to repurchase to replace items that are worn out. And um, next month is my husband and I's seven year anniversary, plus our anniversary falls on Father's Day. So my other um, exception was his anniversary gift and Father's Day gift. And then my last exception was my sister is getting married in July. And so I know that her maid of honor is potentially planning her bachelorette party for the very end of June. And so I put um, like wedding party duties on there because those are just things that I know I'm going to have to purchase this month or at least I want to be able to purchase this month. So I am on lockdown. I am on a no spend. So that's no Starbucks, no little things at Michael's. Um, because I, I am a stay at home mom. And while our family's money is our money, I just feel guilty purchasing things like that. It's something that infuriates my husband. He doesn't understand it because uh, he's very kind and he knows the work that I do in our home, but it just always, I don't know. I, I just have like a thing about it. So, so let me be clear. So he's infuriated that you feel yes, guilty. Yes. Not thank that you. you spend. Yeah. Okay. He does like, mm-hmm. he is more than happy for me to go to Starbucks with the kids and get cake pops and a, venti peppermint mocha or um stopping at michael's and picking up a new sticker pack or anything like that he's totally fine with that uh but i handle a lot of our finances so i know how much those little purchases add up and i also know we're going to disney in september uh we have my sister's wedding coming up and those are little expenses and i attempted i have attempted for two months now, March and April to do no spends. And I have failed miserably. Um, I think I can pull it up in my planner because it's right in front of me. Because uh, last month... Like when you say miserably, is it like worse than you normally would have? Like you went over and beyond or you're just saying you skipped a few days? Well, like I was how, planning what's your scale on doing miserably? a no spend. So a lot of the times I say I do low spends, uh, which... 
Oh, sure. You know, I give yeah, myself I've I've seen that around. Yeah. like $20 in planner purchases a month. Well, if I don't spend anything last month, then that rolls into the next month, and that's totally fine. However, last month, and these are total purchases. So these are including, like, I purchased some new makeup. Uh, I repurchased some hair products that I didn't really need, though, that month. And last month, I spent a total of $264.44 on things that I really didn't need. Um, so in my opinion, that's failing miserably. Um, and so I am dedicated this month to do a no spend, except for the three exceptions I gave myself. It is a no spend. I'm not getting the Starbucks. I am not getting you know, the $1.77 clearance stickers at Michael's. <gasps> I know I was, oh. I passed up on those the other day. Um, or I'm trying to think what else I've, like it's been, we are only on day nine. It is May 9th and I'm struggling. And so I almost wonder if that's just, maybe I have a spending problem. Now we use Mint, which is an app that like, kind of goes through all of your spending. So I know I'm within the categories of like what we budget every month. But at the same time, I'll, I'll look at that $20 I spent on Starbucks and I'm like, mm. so I could have used that $20 and put that into savings. <laughs> and like yes. $20 throughout the year, like that adds up. So I'm just taking a really hard look at what it is that I'm spending because it's very easy for me to buy a little thing here or there. Now that's not to say that I don't get anything fun. If I'm out with my husband and he says we can have, or he asks me if I want Starbucks, I'll be like, well, if you want to stop. And then if he stops at Starbucks, yeah, that's fine. So that's not included in my yeah, no spend. It's like my no spend is just for yeah. me, myself and I, it does not include like family things <laughs> basically, or um, my three-year-old self potty trained which is amazing. Um, he just turned three in February. And so like he got the new Buzz Lightyear toy at Target. Like that's not a part of my no spend. My no spend is just specifically me because um, I, in my opinion, I failed miserably last month and I was like, nope, that's it. This isn't a low spend. This is an absolute no spend. <laughs> well, and you have to keep reminding yourself too. I mean, it, it definitely is, isn't... Uh something that you just write down at the beginning of the month and then at the end of the month you're like oh I did that it's like you're retraining your brain to retain the information of a different spending pattern I yeah, mean yeah and that's you know you're wired I'm a certain way so like to do because yeah. it's I mean I'll, I'll look at our budget at the end of the month and then there's all these little things that add up like my husband's thing um we loosely follow Dave Ramsey. We are not hardcore. I wish we were more hardcore because the progress we could make would be amazing, but um, he's not there yet. And I don't really want to push him because he works really hard too. Our budget is pretty much we, I say we, but it's really he. He uses Mint for the whole budget aspect because he's technological and I need pen and paper. So I use an Erin Condren Deluxe Monthly Planner, which I think is just the hotness when it comes to budgeting. Uh, and that basically sits out on our kitchen counter so that we can see when all of our bills are due paydays, what's going into what sinking fund. And then for me on a daily basis, I use a personal size planner 
and I have a dedicated section for budgeting purposes. So I have a no spend tracker. I have a checkbook register. There's also a purchase tracker. I have a finance section, which um, kind of tells me how much I've made from my little side thing. And I also have a savings tracker. Um, and then that's everything um, in the finance section. So I'm pretty much exclusively pen and paper. However, he uses Mint. Um, and Mint is also nice because I can see what's been spent in what category. So it does make tracking it in the Erin Condren Deluxe Monthly very easy because I don't need to do it every single day. Um, I can do it at the end of the month and I can go through Mint and I can categorize like, okay, this Target trip, that was just a pleasure Target trip. <laughs> but this Target trip I know was for groceries. Um, so Mint makes it very easy to kind of categorize your spending. Uh, but for me, I use my EC Deluxe Monthly um, pretty exclusively, but I do have tracking in my personal size planner. And then do you, who, I'm trying to remember, because I've seen all of these printables, um, and I'm trying to remember who who made them. Are they different people? Like who, um, do you want to give a shout planner, out to yeah. who, you, okay, who, so, who printables you like? Uh, yeah. For the majority of my inserts, I use SM Plans on Etsy, Sierra. Uh, so that's my no spend tracker, my savings tracker, and um, my checkbook register. And then I do also have cloth and paper inserts, and those would be for my purchase tracker. And I use Sesavi finance trackers. So I kind of have an eclectic mix of inserts, but um, a lot of my planner is SM plans on Etsy. Well, let's talk a little bit about what they are housed in and then um, as part of what's in your bag because yeah. that's something that you're typically walking with, uh, right? So uh, let's start by telling me what planner do you have in your bag? Yeah, so my personal size planner is a medium Giglio Campania in the color Anthracite. It's a, I'm going to gush about the color for a quick second because I don't feel like it's nearly as loved as some others, but it's like a kind of a grayish, um, a really dark grayish color. It's just beautiful. Like it's by far my favorite color that I've ever had of Julio's. And then inside of my bag, I do keep that in a planner pouch from So So Sweet Stuff on Etsy. Um, I've had a few different planner pouches and hers hold up really well. Uh, I do have two boys, four and three. So Something that can kind of protect my planner is really good because I have had them bust open a pair of rings before. Not a Giglio, thank God. Otherwise, I would have probably cried. And my bag is a Madewell transport tote. Um, I like that it doesn't have a zipper because with the four and the three-year-old, I kind of need to get in and get out as fast as I can. It has a nice big... Is the brand made yeah, well? Yeah, made well. Um, Sorry, I'm not very brand savvy. That's no, probably that's obvious fine. to most people. I'm always like, are you just saying it's made well? Or is it actually made it, well? Well, <laughs> it is made well. I mean, honestly, yeah. I've had it for... Um, I, this was a random gift from my husband last year. Um, I had a really rough week. And he was 
I'd been like gushing about this bag for a while and I woke up one morning and it was sitting out on the kitchen counter. Um, yeah, he's really sweet. So I've had it. So would he, does he like look over your shoulder? How does he know? Cause would it be the right size, right color? Or are you like, I always have my Amazon cart <laughs> ready. If you ever feel like giving me something. Well, with the budgeting thing, um, we talk about anything that needs to be purchased that's more than $100. Um, it just okay. keeps both of us accountable. Neither of us were taught about money before we were married. And um, I'm sure everybody can just imagine what a hot mess that was <laughs> because we were married really young. Um, but so we talk about anything that needs to be purchased that's basically more than a hundred dollars and I don't know when we started that like that's not something we've written down in the sand it's just what's evolved through time um so I had talked about this bag actually before our youngest son was born because I wanted it to also kind of be used as a diaper bag and then I forgot about it um and I brought it back up again so I don't know if he we have iPads and I know you're like, if you have a browser open, it's also can be open on your iPad. Maybe he found it that way because now that you say mm -hmm. that, I have no idea. Brandon's got some skills. Yeah, he might. He's like, he's a, he's a phenomenal gift giver, <laughs> um, which is good because that's my that love language. That is no easy task. Um, and do you think he'll get you something for Mother's Day? So that can be such a stress for guys. It's like, oh, uh, you have to. Yeah, I, don't know. I um. So even though he's a phenomenal gift giver, he's not very good at secrets. Um, I know we've talked about and... before. My laptop is kind of slowly dying, and I have a feeling that we're going to be making a trip to the Apple Store. But I could be Ooh. wrong, which is totally fine. Uh. That's a secret worth spilling. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's good. like the anticipation of doing that's exciting too. But I, I digress. Let's get back to yes, what's okay, in your bag. Okay, so what's in my bag? Talk about it's that. It's a yeah. Madewell transport tote. Um, it's in, I think they call this color saddle. It has a front pocket and that's where I keep my keys. I also see that I have a granola bar in here. That would be from this morning, the Target trip. Um, I wonder why I only have one though. I think one child maybe didn't want it. That's strange. Um... And then inside my bag, I have an umbrella because it's been raining here in Minnesota. I have, um, you know, those pink envelopes from Office Depot that are the hotness right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I got oh, yeah. one of these in February. I do not use it for Hobo Weeks kits. What I use it for is I have my grocery shopping list from earlier today, my receipt from Target, um, my son's karate class. They give out what they call dojo dollars. And so every time he gets a stripe on his belt, he gets a dojo dollar. So I have his little stash of dojo dollars. That's I so know. cute. He's always so proud when he gets one of those. Uh, I have some coupons and um, some bank deposit slips. And Do you have any vinyl? Did you customize it? I have it? not. So I did the pre-order with the Fox and Pip, and I have a small little stash of vinyls, but I am so intimidated to use them that they are just nicely sitting in my desk. Cassie, I know I need to use why? it because, I mean, uh, I know. Intimidated by what? Getting it on straight? Not getting it on straight, but like, 
again, I'm on a no spend. So anytime I like lay a sticker down, even <laughs> this is so silly, but even if I lay a sticker down, I'm like, oh, do I really want to put that there? <laughs> Because then you can't use it anymore. Kind of, yeah, I'm because you can't buy a new one. Yeah, at least not this month. This month I'm like, mm, um, yeah. I so that that's sort of a. Silly but then if you put it on your pink I envelope, know, then it, it you'll get to see it everywhere. I literally open this every day. Okay, you've inspired me to lay a vinyl down. I just need to figure out which one, um, or, or where. There is place. I mean, placement is it, a thing. Yeah. And there's I mean, so many like slots and openings in this. Oh, jeez. Okay. Wouldn't you put it? Do you put it on the front? I think I probably would. So the vinyl they ordered or are like the initials. So I oh. probably would put it on the front because I mean that's what I see all the time. But have you been thinking about putting your initials on your Fox and Pip and Type A for Alexa inserts? No, because those are staying no. nice. <laughs> Because I don't think she's doing another oh, pre-order of those. I am not messing with those. They are, I mean, if you were to see, I know you've seen Jessica, but pink is my favorite color. And so these light pink Fox and Pip bow dividers, I have to keep nice. <laughs> You're yeah, not. Okay. I, I will right. not. Yeah. Stick even with though the it's a Fox and Pip vinyl, I'm not putting it on my Fox and Pip dividers. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you might put it on your pocket which sounds very functional and utilitarian yes, because i everything is i'm a very organized person um i'm very type a i cannot have things out of place so that pocket is a lifesaver when it comes to this bag because there's not very many pockets to sort things into um but anyways mm -hmm. continuing on so then i also have my wallet yeah. Um, and it's a really compact wallet. So I just, I have $2 in here. Um, my boys got that from my grandparents the other day because they were being really well behaved. I wish they gave me money when I was really well behaved. Um, <laughs> and yeah. No, they get to be nice as yeah, grandparents. So anyways, there's yeah. nothing fancy That's... in there. It's just cards and then the $2. I've got my makeup bag and oh my gosh, do you want me to tell you everything that's in here? No, okay. T um, tell me one of your highlights in okay, your makeup. So bag. my I mean, favorite thing in the yeah. world is from Bath and Body Works. They have a paraffin hand, nail, and cuticle hand cream. This is amazing. It is my favorite hand cream. Um, Does it come in a tin? No, it's not in a tin. It's um, oh, it's it's one of their tubes. So like, if you go to checkout and you okay. know they have all the fixtures it's usually in one of those fixtures um but it's my favorite hand cream i've used this probably for close to 10 years it's been a really long time they've re like branded it and repackaged it but it's the same hand cream and it's amazing um and then the only other thing i have in my bag are going to be checkbooks because we still use checkbooks i mean because we have to pay for preschool and then um karate too so those always hang out in there yeah i have a uh, gray mild liner and then i also carry a pilot high-tech c coletto with black blue purple and red ink and that's it awesome that's you are so put together you're you are a put together lady <laughs> Thank you. like there, you don't have like receipts crumpled in the no. bottom I don't know what that's like. I don't know. I don't. I, they're always I, receipts that, from Oh my gosh. That, I love watching what's in my bag videos, but I really love watching what's in my bag videos because then they've usually cleaned out their purse. 
That is the strangest thing to mm -hmm. say, but that's literally why I watch those videos because I can't handle, if I go to my mom's house, I always clean out her purse because she is one of those people that has like the crumpled up receipts and random things thrown in there. And that, like mm -hmm. I mentioned, I am type A. It's not going to fly. It, yeah, I can't. I can't see it. Um, like even when I... When I was really little and I went to my friends' houses, their moms were always super excited because, like, I would clean their rooms because I can't handle it. Your friends' Yeah, rooms? because I couldn't sleep. Or their, yeah, I couldn't yeah. sleep in it if it was messy. <laughs> it, like, gave me anxiety. Yeah, and so cleaning helps you calm down? Yes. Or is it just when it's done, then you're no, calm? I, is it the act of cleaning that calms you? Or is it just like now all that clutter's gone, it's not in your face, so then you can be I calm? I enjoy the entire process, um, which is probably why I make a great stay-at-home mom. <laughs> uh, the entire process of cleaning right? like yeah. soothes me. If I'm anxious or upset, it's usually the first thing I do is I grab the pledge um, <laughs> and start – Pledge. Yeah. I like that is such a that has such a unique smell. I haven't smelled pledge yeah, in like years. Lemon. I used to have to dust. Yeah, yep. that, that mm -hmm. fresh lemony smell. But it's. Do you have all woodwork? We. What are you pledging? We have a lot of woodwork. I feel like this is like I. I can't imagine you pledge. I feel like my grandma taught me yeah. to pledge. You know what I'm saying? Like we do. No, no, offense, no. That's fine. Like I know we do have a lot of woodwork in our house. Our home was built in the 80s and. While, like, you can tell that the previous owners had kind of started to fix it up, there's still a lot of things that, like, just aren't up to date. So we have a lot of oak, um, which is kind mm. of nice because I have oh, a lot of yeah. shiplap. Um, so I'm not, like, all I have to do is paint it white and then it looks great. But I, it's the, I don't like painting. While I like cleaning, I do not like painting. And I do not like home projects. They do not bring me joy. <laughs> But eventually, yeah. So day, since you have wood, you can just dust it instead of yes. like re repainting it every I, yeah, two years or uh, whatever. But then, like, I also have um, like multi-purpose cleaner, and I usually always get the lemon or lemongrass scents. That's just um, a scent that I enjoy, apparently. And then, do you put it on like a mitt, and then go around with your hand? I wish it? I had a mitt. I. Um, I do not have a mitt. I just use like a um, a rag, you know, like an old washcloth from college. Oh. Nothing mm -hmm. crazy fancy, unfortunately. But yeah, I wish my kids had friends like you. <laughs> Be like, come on over. I got plenty of baseboards. Grab I a mitt. <laughs> know. I I kind of noticed my. I always thought my oldest son was my husband to a T. Or, um, but now I'm realizing that that poor little soul kind of has he has the best of us but he has the worst of us and so I've kind of noticed that he needs everything just so as well uh, like my husband was filling the dishwasher the other day and Cade looked at him and he was like I think I better do that dad otherwise mom might get <gasps> mad at you <laughs> Oh. because like there's there's a, I mean there's there's not really a certain way to fill the dishwasher and I adore that my husband just fills it up and I don't have to ask him but at the same you adore it I'm calling it I'm calling but BS, at the same BS, time BS, BS. <laughs> no way you know there's a way to you yeah because he'll put oh I'm so, just so the only that. I hope he I, I know he's probably gonna listen to this but <laughs> he puts the big dishes in the front and then when you push it back in because we have an older dishwasher because we're kind of waiting for it to crap out before we buy a new one, um, 
when you push that in, the large plates like clank together. And like, I have two chipped plates. They are not from me. <laughs> they are sure. from, you know, mm-hmm. plates clanking together. Other helpers. other helpers. Yes. Thank you. They are from other helpers. Mm-hmm. So other helpers i'm the other helpers in my family so i understand (laughs) but it's it's okay i've i've learned to appreciate the help when it is given freely instead of nagging Um, that's an art yeah right to inspire someone's allegiance and want like wanting you know to live in such a way that the people around you are happy to serve you yeah it's um yeah it's it's not easy. That was a that's a really eloquent way of putting that. And when I listen to this, I'm gonna write that down and put that in my sister's like <laughs> card for her wedding because um that I was trying to like put that into words or explain to her because a lot of the advice she was getting from her bridal shower was like make him do the dishes and go get your nails done or you know things like that. And I'm like that's not really setting her up for success. <laughs> That's like breeding resentment. Yeah. Or how sustainable is that? Yeah, like it's not going to last forever. And I mean, you know, why don't you do the dishes and he gets to go fiddle around in the garage? Or like is that – I mean, I suppose that is fine as long as there is also that in return because you're working on a partnership. You're not – hopefully you're not marrying somebody to serve you hand and foot because that's just not going to (laughs) happen, at least not in – for a long-term relationship. Um, right. But yeah, I'm going to Well, I think that's the key because a lot of people think that's, you know, part of getting, well, part of getting married is wanting to feel love. But often people forget that getting married is an, is a, is a contract of your services. I mean, yeah. And that sounds really like shady. Like what? No, wait, I, wait, no services. Not like that, but you know, like you are agreeing to serve in love and, all of that, even when you don't yes, want to. Yes, exactly. And I, I agree that it's always perceived that, you know, you need, how do I want to put this? You need somebody that's going to fawn well, over like you, you need or feeling. you need somebody who's going to just give mm-hmm. and give and give and give and give. And while that's amazing, you can only give so much and there's going to be times where you can't give anymore. And then what are you going to do to help, you know, what's your partner going to do to help you then? Or what are you going to do to help your partner when, you know, they're burnt out from work, you have two screaming children, the dishes are full in the sink and your partner can't get up. Or to, in the dishwasher. Bathroom. Yeah. And your partner yeah. can't get yeah. up to do the dishes. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, it's just, yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> It's not all well, sunshine and life. rainbows. And while it's lovely to think that it that it will be, it's um, my grandma mm-hmm. always says that you need to be willing to give ninety percent, at least eighty percent of the time. I'll tell you this: I got a word of advice from my bridal shower, and coming up in July, I'll be married seventeen years, which is just like I can't even imagine that being true, but it is. Um, Thank you. Yes. So I'm like you plus 10 years. Yeah, Fast forward 10 more then. years. <laughs> be your husband's best advocate because there are plenty of others waiting to be his critic. I love that. So we'll be married for seven years on June 16th. Um, 
but we have been together since um, sophomore year of high school. No way. Or that's when we met each other and we pretty much never stopped like seeing each other after that. But I don't think we technically like called each other boyfriend and girlfriend until later on in high school. But we've um, known each other for a very long time. (laughs) Did you think then – that you would be married to him and have kids in a house. and So here's the funny thing. Um, my husband and I met through a friend that I actually met during driver's ed. <laughs> and um, I had – she was tall. And so she would always ask, like, do you know anybody tall? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I actually do. And so I gave her the number of this uh, friend of mine who was tall and um shortly after somehow Brandon and I ended up connecting and the night after he met me it was that night so we'd only met face to face for a day he told me that he was going to marry me <gasps> it's um, one of those and he was right <laughs> yeah um so he was i th- i think he had asked me out a few times but i was very didn't necessarily like need a boyfriend you know how when you're in high school everybody needs a boyfriend or they need to explain what kind of relationship they have with a you know someone of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. um and that wasn't something that I felt I needed so he kind of just stuck around and then we started dating and um he told his mom probably a year into us dating um that he wanted to marry me and she agreed <laughs> we were still in high school uh and he my... told your mom or his mom no his mom oh, he told okay. his mom um it's my now mother-in-law and then you know she got him a ring and he proposed while we were still in high school and i didn't want to tell anybody that we were engaged in high school <laughs> Like, including your family? Uh, Well, I tried for a little bit, but, I mean, everybody's going to notice when a 17-year-old has a diamond ring. Like, that's just not normal. (laughs) Um, Pretty much as soon as my mom found out, everybody knew because my mom is one of those people that can't really keep anything to herself for very long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's just, she loves to share. So everybody pretty much knew shortly after. I'm trying to remember now. I feel like it's been so long. (laughs) It really hasn't when I think about it. It's only been, um, you know, like 10 years since we've been together. But yeah, we got married. We went to college and we got married after our freshman year of college. So we were doing all of the wedding planning during our freshman year of college. And then we got married. Um, and then. We but isn't that had... like two years then? Because if you were 17 and then. Yeah. So then we were, we were engaged for two years. I think you're right. Okay. I don't have this timeline down. <laughs> Brandon's okay. going to listen to We need to, to get some memory planning like, involved here. No. <laughs> Apparently, and I, I do Let's not make a timeline, plan, so maybe that's something that I need to do. Um, yeah, so I think we were engaged yeah. for mm-hmm. two years, okay. and then I got 
we got two years of marriage under our belts before we had our first child. So. All right. Yeah. yeah. So you guys were young, but you had known each other for quite a while. And then. Yes. Did you... And it was kind of funny because when we did our like marriage counseling, um, uh, it was a pastor that I had grown up with. And after our like third meeting, he was like, okay. He's like, I'm feeling good about this. He's like, I was really nervous. I'm not going to lie, but you two know each other really well. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Well, good. I will pray for you and wish you all the good uh, thoughts to get through. Have you heard of the seven year itch? Oh, it's God, like, no. it's like, <laughs> it's, I, it's now that you've mentioned FBI, it, yeah, okay? I've it's that. Not, it's not an STI <laughs> or STD. It's like, um, uh. <laughs> rinse out. No. Um, it, I think it were all, see, now I'm, my culture is failing me. I'm sure if my dad listens to this, I'll get like a link from some article. This is who said this. Oh, I want to look at it. I feel like it's <laughs> Marilyn Monroe or something. It's like a famous like quote from something, hey, but it's basically like. You uh, can look it up if you want to edit. Look it up. I'm going to look it up. Um, I feel like it's a movie, but maybe it was a saying first. The oh, yeah. I think it is a movie with Marilyn Monroe. Bitch. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. She's in it. Um, so I'm, it's basically, so here it even says, what is a seven year itch in a relationship? A seven year itch is a psychological term that suggests that happiness in a relationship declines after around year seven of marriage. The phase originated as the name for irritating and contagious skin complaints of a long duration. What? That's weird. But, um, yeah, so I'm not... <laughs> it's Well, totally... we take precautionary measures to keep things pretty uh, spicy, I guess is what I'll say. So I think we'll be good with this. I'll, I think we'll be safe from the seven-year itch, knock on wood. Yes, yes. And <laughs> I hope def- so. I, I always thought it was just like a little duration of like, you question, like, is this going to be the rest of my life? You know, it kind of sinks in that it's permanent. Oh, my gosh. Well, then we've already gone yeah. past the seven-year itch. You know what? We should probably count it from, like, when we, like, started dating, though. So we're past the seven-year itch. Oh, oh yeah. Good. See, you already made, maybe had yours. Yeah. All right. So I feel like once Whew. you make it past that, you're, like, you're good to go. It's smooth. That I'm not even going to say that because then that's just going to, like, bring bad energy in. Well, and anyone listening who's been married probably, for like, 20-plus years are, like, oh, honey, no. Just wait. Like, there's yeah, other like, you haven't even started the problems. <laughs> Well, and it's like what I don't know. There's so many good things too. It's not just problems, but you know, when if you're empty nesters, like how does that affect your relationship? Or if you're retired for the first time and getting like you're under each other's hair or under your hair, that is not a saying. Under your feet, you're under each other's feet. Under your skin. Yeah. Um. (laughs) No, I no, I totally get that. That's why I'm so. I have so much um, anxiety for the next two years because right now I'm home and that's great and this is working for us and it's wonderful. But when my children go to school, what am I going to do? I don't want to go back to the career that I left because that wasn't, uh, I didn't, I don't really see it as being something that would work for our family dynamic anymore. But I'm like super stressed because everything is so 
you know, great now, but change. I just, I don't, I don't like change. <laughs> I need my routine and all my ducks in a row and change throws my ducks off course. Or as Libby from our Marco Polo group gets, says, get your poop in a group. Yeah. You need to yeah, get your poop in a group. Get your poop yeah. In a group. So I'm, I'm well, trying to talk- figure out. Well, oh, I know, but enjoy the moment. You know, I know that's the other thing too. The like, thing. I don't want to stress about something that hasn't even happened yet, or that maybe isn't even going to be a big deal. But for some reason, like, as soon as, um, as soon as our three-year-old gets into preschool, oh my gosh, would tears. you? Would you feel? Tears. Well, yes, tears. Yeah, because it's a it's a passing of an era. I remember yeah, tearing up, gonna, holding like, up like my kids. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but they come home, you know. <laughs> they do come home. That's true. But I'm like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to do power sheets next oh. year. And then that'll be getting my poop in a group for when they both are in school. Yeah, yeah. Really tending to those thoughts and making sure you're following back up with with your goals and what your heart's telling yeah, you. And long-term yeah. goals. So, like, if I want to keep – everything going what's the plan because you know we're planners I know I was gonna say would you feel more comfortable if you knew like okay when every one was in kindergarten I want to see if this thing will work like if you had a yes you know that yes and that's I just I just need a plan plans make me feel much better because you know you, you also have like measurable goals or um like I can figure out if I've reached you know point a point b point c um yeah I just need I need goals I need clear and direct communication with my partner as to what those goals are and he's not type a so you know when I talk about what 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 do you want to happen when the boys are in school he's just like you can just stay home I was like, okay, um, but forever. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the other thing mm-hmm. too that I need to be like, okay, well, if that is what we both want and is best for our family, like that's good. That's just as you know, um, that's just as good as making money. <laughs> uh, and maybe that's also the other thing. Like, I just um, I know I contribute to our family, but again, with going to like the whole finances thing, it's. Um, I think it's because that hustle mentality is so strong right now. It's really hard sometimes to see the, um, it's hard to see, uh, what I do as just as admirable as like somebody bringing home a paycheck sometimes. And I just say sometimes it's not always. And, um, Brandon is very conscientious of what I do for our home. Like he, the other day, he was trying to figure out when the last time he did laundry is. We're pretty sure it's been two years. <laughs> um, like if you paid somebody to do your laundry, um, you know, things like that. But for me, it's sometimes hard to see because we're our worst critics, right? Oh, for sure. Well, and sometimes we can be mistrusting of others compliments i've have you found that to be true like even like yes and especially good mom and you're like "Mm mm-hmm yeah but why do we do that to ourselves yeah but 
I can also see why, you know, somebody would think that because I know what I muttered underneath my breath when my toddler threw a temper tantrum because he did not, because he did not think I was appropriate in declining his attempt at getting a kinder egg, you know, (laughs) I, I know what I muttered. So, you know, you always, when somebody says like, you're such a great mom, you're like, "Mm, but really? Yeah. I guess, you know, that, you know, yeah, you know the, the ends and outs are your uh-huh. you're trying to get a toddler to go to bed and they need water, they need to pee, they need more water, they're really hungry, they have something in their sack. Like it's just parenting can be rough. It has there are so many joys that come with it, but it's also like you're number two. <laughs> Or three or four. Speaking of number five. two and the potty training that just went oh, happening yeah. in your house, um, how excited are you to not have to buy diapers? <laughs> oh my gosh. So when we were at Target today, I literally called my grandma. I was like, guess who's fully potty trained? Guess what we don't have to buy today? And then Colby's in the back seat. We're going to Target. I get a toy. <laughs> Yay. because um like i'm i'm pumped it's 30 dollars. like you know between the diapers and the wipes and you know all of that kind of stuff like that's 30 dollars every um well we were kind of at the point where we didn't need to buy you know the big pack of diapers twice a month so i mean 30 dollars is 30 dollars. so um i'm super excited um because we our children are only 18 months apart. So we've been buying diapers for four years, <laughs> almost oh, five years. Yes. So I am so excited not to have to buy diapers anymore. And especially with Disney coming up, uh, we had kind of been talking to him about how, uh, well, we told him, you know, they don't allow diapers at Disney World. Only big <laughs> you kids. did not. <laughs> we did, yeah, because... Um, is it, Cade, I mean, that's not oldest, true, right? He was almost, he literally did not potty train until the week before preschool started. Like, I was fully prepared to call our preschool and be like, I am so sorry. I have to unenroll him. He's not potty trained because he just didn't care. And so as soon as Colby turned three, like, I kind of started talking to him about it because I did not want to have to change diapers in Disney World. That was not Yeah, finding a spot. But then you have to find – well, you have the whole summer, so that'll be great. He'll be, like, pretty solid, hopefully, by the end of – Yeah, that's my like hope. September. So we kind of had been telling him that for a while, and um, then all of a sudden he started telling me when he had to go. And I was like, okay. And so, you know, he would go. And then I, you know, kind of started bringing our little potty throughout the house during the day for him so that it was accessible because he's not quite tall enough to pee standing. Um, He still Mm -hmm. needs like a step stool. Um, So I was bringing our little potty through kind of throughout the house. So again, it was easily accessible. And then all of a sudden I realized it had been a week and now it's been two weeks. And it was, you know, grocery shopping day and I didn't have to put diapers down. So I am so excited and I'm so proud of him because he's, um, I think it's incredible. And granted, I know I'm his mom, but since I like my older, my oldest was over four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this well, is just they all have their mind. own journey, their own development. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And they're yeah. such completely different people. So well, I'm, I'm and not he really has the benefit of the older one. 
Yeah, he gets, so he's gotten to he see like it. the he's process like, oh, he of goes potty and yeah. Yes. However, it was just mildly confusing for him because he thought he had to sit to pee because he normally, um, you know, mom's the example of this for a while at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Cade go to school for a little bit, so he was really confused when Cade was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> well, whatever gets it down the him, drain. Yeah, and then Cade taught him to stand and pee. <laughs> Uh, it was kind of cute because I like came upstairs one day and I was like hearing them talk and then I realized they were in the bathroom and I was terrified because in my mind I'm thinking the worst I'm like oh my god they're peeing on the wall but Cade was showing them how to you know pee standing up so that was kind of cute that's awesome I think I remember floating a cheerio to aim like a little target yes and I remember trying that with Cade but I did a fruit loop um, oh, because yeah, that pretty. was the advice that I had gotten was like, stick a fruit loop in there. It's fun. And then when he stuck his hand in there to try to put it in his mouth, I was like, Whoa. no more fruit loops. <laughs> yep. No more fruit loops. We are done. Um, when I started staying home, like I kind of severely cut a lot of like processed sugar, not everything, but a lot of it. And so sugary cereal or um, fruit snacks, we used to call them or Kate called them choo shoes. Um, oh, cute. So anytime something sugary comes into the house, it's like gone. Um, like I had to stop making, or I didn't have to, but I didn't realize during football season, like every Sunday I was making chocolate chip cookies until Kate demanded chocolate chip cookies. And he goes, football cookies, where are they? I was like, um, yeah, that's gonna stop. <laughs> Oh, but that's kind of a, if it's once a week, that's kind of a cute tradition, I think. It was kind of cute, though, but the not demanding, not demand. so much. Yeah, the demanding was not cute. But so anyways, um, yeah, the the Fruit Loops thing, I've heard that does wonders. That's so gross. I, digging I it into eating. And I, like, what if he would have gotten it and this is, oh, no. <laughs> Can't do it. No, cannot do it. Well, um, you had mentioned in there just kind of the expectation, like a while back, but the kind of the expectation of a side hustle. But you actually have a side hustle, and I don't want to um, forget to talk about it. And it's relatively new. So could you tell my audience what you have going on from your house for the yes. clinic community? Mm-hmm. Um, so Sierra at SM Plans on Instagram and SM Plans on Etsy. I am her authorized printer. And so basically what I do is you purchase your printables from Sierra's shop. And then uh, if you decide that you don't want to print and cut them yourself, you can send me an email at CassandraPrince at gmail.com. Or you can connect with me um, through Instagram at Ella Plans. And I'm more than happy to help walk you through the process. I have a link to my form in my Instagram. And basically you click the link, it brings you to um, like my processing form. And then you just put in there, um, you know, your email address that you would like me to invoice you on. You put in what size your inserts are, what PDFs you'll be sending to me. And um, PDFs are what you get from Sierra because I've had a few questions on what a PDF is. So when you purchase your inserts from Sierra, the the link or the document that she sends you is a PDF. So um, I just ask that you tell me what PDFs you would like me to print. So if it's like a month on two page, the hobo weeks, 
um, you know, whatever inserts they are that you want me to cut for you so that I know what size they are kind of going into it. That helps a lot. Um, and you know, the form just kind of walks you through what information I need. And if something isn't clear, um, I'll email you asking, and then I send your invoice. As soon as that's paid, your inserts are shipped to you within five business days. But, um, I do try to get them out a little sooner just because, um, I am home. So I'm, pretty readily available to um, do the printing services. And that alleviates so much stress for people because, oh my word, I even just try to do a two-sided week on two pages. Not from her, not from you. Like That's like totally separate on my own. And I was like, seriously, just two-sided? It is not listening to me. Like it smelled my fear or something, the printer. And it was like, nope, I'm not doing it. And I was like, I've done this a hundred times before. What? I'm wasting all yeah. this like super thick paper. I was like 32 pound or something. And I was like, <laughs> I know like nice paper. That's not like yeah. $5 at Walmart. No, yeah. it is such. So I, I actually, the, the only reason why I kind of like, you know, got this gig is because I had posted in Sierra's Facebook group asking if she had authorized printers because I didn't want to do it. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, so how no, did you end up you... doing it? Yeah. But she said, no, but if you know of anybody, let me know. Well, then I started to get ready because we were going to head to a movie and I was talking to Brandon and I was like telling him, you know, she didn't have an authorized printer and our printer isn't a duplex printer. And I was kind of complaining about having to do it myself. And he's like, well, what's going to make it easier? And I was like, well, if we get a new printer and he's like, okay, well, how much is a new printer? And I'm like, he's like, okay. And I'm like, well, we need to stop at Joanne's then because I have to pick up a new, um, blade for my little like I just had one of those kind of cheapy um I think called cricket cricket um like basic trimmers and he was like well how much would a new one be and I was like I don't know I haven't looked into it and um he's actually the one who basically brought up the idea (laughs) he's like well Ah. if we got you all new stuff maybe you could do it I was like yeah Maybe I could. Yeah. He and, helped, so I just mm-hmm. sent, and so I just sent Sierra a Facebook message. I was like, hey, you know what? Um, you know, I have a background in customer service. Uh, I don't have a setup right now, but if you'd be willing to wait for me to get a setup and see if this is sustainable, I'd be happy to do it. Um, and she messaged me back. And you know, we had kind of chatted, bef- you know, before I had asked. So she kind of knew not she didn't know me but you know I hope she knew that I was a fairly decent respectable person so um she was super sweet and like went through the whole process I had this huge mess with the first printer I ordered was actually defective what (laughs) yes and so it was like this amazing like $200 printer um and it printed duplex just a sixteenth of an inch off like the tiniest bit Mm. so that it would like it wouldn't you can't cut the inserts appropriately it was so frustrating and I felt so bad because like originally I was going to open earlier and it didn't end up happening and but she was super sweet um and now you know the printer that I have I love and uh, I invested in one of those really nice paper trimmers not like the guillotine ones because Mm -hmm. I have toddlers Mm -hmm. wasn't going to do that but a really nice paper trimmer um and Honestly, it's just printing and cutting your own inserts is practice. I wouldn't even say the printer really matters as long as, you know, you get your cut lines to line up. It's the paper trimmer. 
Oh, that's that, where it's at. That is where it's at. I mean, that makes, again, practice in your paper trimmer, but I can get my personal size inserts, I think, pretty nice. So yeah, paper trimmer. That is where it's at. If you print and cut your own insert, invest in a good paper trimmer. I mean, I can't promise that you're going to be happy with the result, but I um, that really made the biggest difference because now I actually enjoy doing it, which is good because, you know, side hustle. But yeah. So, so what are you going to spill trade secrets? Like what printer, what, what cutter do you have? Um, let me look, it's just behind me. I'm trying to think. Oh, here. Um, so I have a Carl paper trimmer. I don't mind sharing too. So if, um, I mean, I don't mind sharing because printable inserts are just, they are the best. So I have a Carl heavy duty rotary paper trimmer and I just got it on Amazon. Um, I think it was like $70. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's I the real like, deal. I, I invested, I couldn't, I could be wrong. I'm trying to remember. But the other thing with this paper trimmer though, is that you can get replacement braids. You can get a replacement cutting mat. Um, like, and you can get just replacement parts in general. So I knew if I got this one, it should last. And if I need to replace anything, I can. Yeah. Oh, I like so, that. I like the idea of refurbishing re something instead of just throwing away more stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. like the paper trimmer I had before, you know, just the basic cry cut one that I got from Joanne's, um, or maybe it was Michael's. Anyways, the one that I had before, I know I could get a replacement blade, but um, I have like, can I had candle wax on it from like a hot mess a long time ago. <laughs> literally um, a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Um, so like, what are you going to do? Like, I can't get candle wax off of a plastic paper trimmer. <laughs> At least you not easily. Like, scrape it's off dried. With a razor dried. Say that again? Well, I was thinking maybe, it, like, it would almost pop off. You know, like, sometimes, like, uh, hot glue will kind of pull together. Then oh, you can even yeah. take it okay, off. Okay, so this, yeah, this happened with, like, um, you know, Sensi. Mm -hmm. My mom was a, what do they call it? Consultant? Lady. Lady. She, my mom was a Sensi lady. Um, and it was some of that wax and that stuff's just the worst if it gets on something that it shouldn't, um, mm. no, not knocking on Scentsy, but like that wax it sticks and it sticks. Well, yeah, hard. I'm sure it's not in their recommended policy to spill on your paper cutter. Like right. no guarantee yeah, exactly. if you spill on your yeah. paper cutter. Like, that was totally user error. <laughs> you void all. Yeah. Oh, uh, but clean. then my printer, it's, um. I don't know the exact model of it, but it's a, it's a Canon printer. Actually, if you go onto Sierra's Instagram and you click on her like recommended, um, like I think Amazon affiliate, something or another, mm -hmm. um, it, the printer that I'm using now is actually the printer that she has linked. Um, because I figured I'd just go with that one, which is a much cheaper option. I think that was $70 too. I can't quite remember. Um, I returned the, I, oh, that was, oh, I was so mad. Like I was ready to invest in a super nice printer and that printer just did me wrong. So did you have to deal with like shipping it back? Yes. Yeah, so we had to ship it back and I'm actually still waiting for a refund on it, believe it or not. Oh, man. And I purchased it through Amazon. So I thought like it should be totally quick and easy, but no, it's being like such a pain in the butt. 
So um, that's actually a phone call that I have on my to-do list tomorrow to make again, because I called them, they wanted the tracking number. And I'm like, I used the tracking number you gave me right? to uh, return it. So this is the tracking number. But anyways, it'll oh. get done. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Hopefully soon though. So you don't have to carry that forward, you know? Yeah, well, I know. Okay. I am just at her Instagram page right now. Yeah. I can see why you like it. <laughs> it's like, it's super yes. the neutrals, but with the blush and the black and the because camel. Because pink, mm-hmm, pink. pink is my jam. I mean, if you look in my pen case, all of it's like, it's all pink. I mean, because I, I have a love for multi-pens. Um, so my pen that I've been using most frequently is my uni style fit and it's the Minnie Mouse edition. So it's light pink. And then I have a uh, jet stream and that's light pink. And I have, um, like leanable RE that's erasable light pink. I mean, pink is just my favorite. So the little accents that she has of pink are, yeah, I would say hers isn't overdone. It's not like, um, you go down, you know, every picture is like, we'll wash out of pink, but it's just like, reminds me of you because it's very classy and very subtle thank you yes yeah no I um yeah so and then I just she's just really sweet and I love the vibe she has and I also really like that her Instagram photos aren't super um what's the word I'm looking for staged staged yeah thank you like they're a lot like mine where they're kind of, well, I, I try to stage mine just a little bit more than she does, but they're just there. And, um, I know nobody really likes the word authentic lately, but it's just, it's authentic. <laughs> well, yeah, we like to think that we are getting at least a little bit a feel for who the person is, not just what the product is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's, and it, it can be well done staged, um, and it can be well done not staged you know because yeah, I mean everybody likes to look at pretty things um but we also all like to feel included you know like we can do that too oh yeah I'm looking at some of these I cannot do these I cannot do this <laughs> and that's okay I mean it has to like I'm not about I mean the Louis Vuitton and the you know really oh, nice nails and I'm not that's in my savings cracker <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's something like I could and want to, maybe are different. Could I? Yes. Do I want Mm -hmm. to right now? No. May I someday? Sure. Maybe. But I still like looking at it. I still get inspiration, even from people's styles that are super different than mine. Their price points are different than mine. Mm -hmm. And like, either way, like less than or greater than or equal to. There's your homeless school lesson of the day. (laughs) We're doing math problems now. I was going to say, is that what you were working on today? Um, homeschool. Yeah. Well, like, were you working on math today? I guess I don't know your homeschool schedule, so I don't know if you do, like, a little bit every day or if you focus on subjects. Yeah. Math is a subject that's more regular. Some things like um, science, art, um, health, uh, music, you know, some of those, like, they would call them specialists in public school, you know, they kind of rotate through some of those. Yeah. Math and reading are more like the daily or like a read aloud or for us like a Bible devotion, um, which we do not get to every day um, by any means, or like a hymn study. 
the beginning of the year looks a lot different than right now at the end, the middle of May. <laughs> do you kind of like, um, I don't want to say slack off, but like, does it kind of, it tapers. I mean, but it's almost like what you do in public school, you know, like the beginning of the year is like, so like hard hitting. And then once you get to like the last month, it's like, nobody cares anymore. It's not that, okay. That sounded bad. It's not that nobody cares anymore, but like you're finishing up projects, you're wrapping up you know like yeah, stuff and then it's a different vibe sometimes there's more field trips um sometimes there's more assemblies like in a public school and um for us it's more outside like more outside time or um i don't know we have our standardized testing at the end of the month so i want to just keep kind of a good rhythm till the end yeah. of may and then kind of just relax it'll it'll be then the following week so june 6th is my birthday so i'll be 40 so happy very early birthday i need to um, write that down quick though because we'll drop that in our marco polo chat too oh thanks yeah no problem easy to remember um and you know so then i i would like to take some time off but i typically do keep some learning alive over the summer because pe- everyone just bristles if I say we do school in the summer and they're like oh aren't you special it's like well, no yeah. it's like well we're going on a nature walk or oh let's review those you know multiplication facts for like 10 minutes here or there or I well, mean, and you don't want to lose what you just spent all year trying to cultivate because that's Brandon was looking at me funny the other day because I was talking about like doing a bit of summer school at home mm-hmm. and he was like what I'm like, well, Kate's learned like his, he's learned how to write his ABCs and, you know, he's starting to, um, like recognize numbers past 10. Like, I don't want him to lose that in the summer by just not doing anything. Yeah. And um, they like at that age, if they're interested in pencil work, they would love, like, even just those, um, I don't know if you're a member of like Costco or Sam's Club, but they sell like these big honking like three inch curriculum books, just like. Well, now I'm gonna need to have my mom. My mom is a member at Costco, and I have a few. Like I've, because you know sometimes at the um, Bullseye's Playground at Target, you know, formerly known as the Dollar Spot, um, (laughs) I picked up a few of those, and I remember at the beginning of the year, you know, because I've been home for a while, while we have a very like solid routine. I wasn't like, I mean, read books and whatever, but I wasn't really cultivating like school knowledge. So, um, he had a really hard time going to school for a while. So we tried to do a few of them and just looking at what he did in those books for like those few times where I was trying to give him a little bit extra at home, which I quickly stopped because I realized that was just not happening. (laughs) That was not making him love learning. <laughs> oh, I was um, going to say, it's a big if you like seat work. If you like holding yeah, a pencil, otherwise those I, books are not for you. Yeah. And so, um, but even like looking at what he had done then and what his, what him writing his name looks like now, like it made me cry because he had such a hard time. And then we had his last little conference deal um, a few weeks ago and his teacher was like, he just completely turned around and um yeah sometimes those light bulbs go on and they put put it together that it, they really 
have to want to do it and be developmentally ready. Yes. Well, and then he's also, he has an August birthday. So that was the other thing too. And I'm like, maybe I put him into, pre- like, maybe I should have waited another year oh, before I put right, him into preschool. Right. Now I'm glad that I didn't. Um, but we are going to have him do another year of preschool just because I think um, while he's a very confident individual, um, he's not always very confident in his um, his skills. Is kind of what yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Um, so I think just that extra year of preschool is going to get him like really prepared and ready for kindergarten. And oh. um, yeah, so sorry for that little tangent there. No, I mean, obviously I love kids and I, I love fostering, um, you know, conversations about parents being involved. Even if they don't homeschool, they can still um, be champions for their kids' education. And I know some people in their pace of life really just need to delegate it to the teacher because they just can't even right now for various number of reasons. Right. Um, you know, and, I, you know, I, I respect that everyone's in a different um, decision-making about, you know, their education choices. But um, if, if you're able to just get in there and learn with them and and know what they're reading so you can talk about it. You know, you don't have to teach them every fact that their teacher is going to teach them, but just a few things, you know, uh, will help you stay connected because if you're listening to them when they're young, like, oh, we read this story about blah, 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 you know, hopefully they'll, they'll listen when they're older too. So we, I am going to cross my fingers. I, you know, I, I was always kind of surprised. Well, public school is such a, like, you know, norm, I guess. But at the same time, no one ever, well, no one teaches you how to parent in the first place. (laughs) You kind of like, the only knowledge you have is like how you were parented. Um, But I was trying to like, as I was looking into doing just review with him over the summer, I was like, how do I, other than like sitting down and doing book work, how am I going to teach him? So I ended up like looking through, like, I think I did hashtag homeschool or something on Instagram. And I found a book called like the whole brain child. And it's kind of blowing my mind as I'm reading it. And I'm bringing a lot of it to like parenting, not necessarily like teaching, like I thought I was going to, (laughs) or like helping him review during the summer. Um, like just remembering that your child's brain isn't developed like yours. Um, oh, and it won't be for a long time. For a long, <laughs> long time. time. So even though you yeah. can reason, your child maybe can't, like because their brain can't. I mean, it's just little things like that. Anyway, I'm not even I'm not even close to finished with that book. It's a very tiny book, but you know, I have a toddler and I have a preschooler. <laughs> So my reading time is somewhat limited, but um, yeah, the book is called The Whole Brain Child. And if you have toddlers, I recommend it, Mm -hmm. even though I'm only a fourth of the way through the book. It's just, it's made me more conscientious of like, even how I'm talking to my child or how I explain certain things to him. um, Remembering that, you know, he's four and I am not. Right. And what they're in, in some ways, it's not even like a dumbing down, like they are not, you know, as, um, I, I'm not, you didn't say this, but 
in some ways, it's almost cool to see that what they can do, like instead of saying, oh, they're not advanced enough yet for X, Y, Z. It's like, oh, at this age, they're really, really, really good at absorbing things by memory, you know, like yes. better than us, you know, because like, we're older, you know, like they can do that better than we can. So what can we do to help them learn the best way they can for that de- developmental stage? So Or like gut feelings or emotional reactions, like they don't have the knowledge to be like, that siren, that means that it's the first Wednesday of the month. And so they're testing the, you know, tornado sirens. Like they just know that that gives them a gut feeling of scared. So, you know, if he all of a sudden starts acting out, well, why is he acting out? Like I'm sitting there like, what in the world? Well, it might be that noise that gives him that gut feeling of something's wrong. Um, you know, even like little things like that, um, like that book kind of like brought to mind you know, just little things like his reaction is different than mine because this is how he's absorbing the information. Whereas I have the knowledge to know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just the fact that you're, um, thinking about these things, you know, it really shows that even though you, you know, say something under your breath at your kid at the shopping, (laughs) whatever at the mall or, um, grocery store or, you know, on the, you know, after three days of parenting on your own, you know, for for a business trip or whatever, um, you know, you let it sink in that you are a good mom, you know, what you do is important. And yeah, just they, they're, you're their whole world right now. And they don't know it. And they just, they, they don't realize what a gift you have, what, what a gift they have in you. So I hope your mother's day is super great this weekend. And Um, I know sometimes we can walk into that, especially as planners, like, well, what are my expectations for this holiday? And (laughs) am I going to be doing the dishes? Because if I'm doing the dishes on Mother's Day, you know, no one's going to be happy or, you know, like that kind of thing. Do you set up your expectations in your family for Mother's Day or do you just kind of like wait and be surprised, see what happens? Or do you plan it yourself? Some people are like, I know what I want. I'm making the reservation. Like, how does that go for you? Um, So I do not. I try not to have any expectations because I just feel like that's a recipe for disaster. Um, I, I don't even know if I've talked to my husband yet about this because like he's, he has been on a work trip this entire week. Um, and unfortunately his flight home tonight was canceled. Um, but what I'm going to ask is that, um, I just get to be lazy in bed in the morning and he already does that very often. Um, so I doubt that he's going to be like, nope, can't do that. Um, but that is my only expectation. And that's um, kind of my only want after this week. <laughs> it's just, um, I want to lay in bed while he is downstairs with the children having to watch whatever horrible thing they make him watch. It's called Zack Storm on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. about like, this futuristic pirate. It is so bad. Um, I just, oh my gosh, I can't. And Cade will watch that for as long as you let him. We don't, I I don't, it's not that I don't allow TV time at home, but I feel like if I'm home, we should be doing things like we should be playing. We should be, uh, well, and right now with the nice-ish weather, we should be outside. Um, So in the morning is kind of when they get their, um, 
TV time for the most part in the morning. And then at night we watch a movie as a family generally. So Cade will sit and zone out to that for as long as you let him. <laughs> I have to set alarms on my phone so that he knows, okay, we're, we're done. We're not watching this anymore. We have started, my mother-in-law kept her VHS tapes and her VHS player. And since we're going to Disney, we've been watching like old school Disney, like fun and fancy Aww. free and Oliver and company, um, Snow White, Aladdin, you know, all of those kind of like old school Disney movies. Um, so he's generally has been waking me up because at night what we've been doing is re-watching those Disney movies. And so the TV's on the VHS player. Um, so he, he generally wakes us up and he also like, Kate isn't one of the kids that likes to be touched constantly. Like, you know, my son Colby, he wants to be snuggled. Kate wants company, but he doesn't, you know, want you to necessarily cuddle with him on the couch. So he always wakes somebody up, whether it's mom or whether it's Colby, because Brandon's usually out of the house right away in the morning. But, um, yeah, I don't think you want to listen to our whole routine, but Kate can turn on the Xbox. Well, I'm just, I was just wondering if you get extra sleep because of that, or is that... Oh, no. No, he wants... He, yeah, he generally wakes up. Well, and I, I also have been waking up early before the boys wake up because I'm trying to make, um, like, wellness a bigger priority for me, um, especially come summertime when, you know, I don't really have the... Um, the break that preschool provides. Um, I'm trying to wake up early so that I can get like yoga in or even if it's just like a morning stretch. Um, sometimes I don't even get enough time for either of those two. And it's just like I had a moment to myself without anybody talking to me mm-hmm. um, or at least without toddlers talking to me. Um, although I don't think Kate's technically a toddler anymore, but um yeah, no, no extra sleep really, unless it's the weekend. The weekend they generally let dad sleep. And so, you know, we obviously sleep in the same room. So then they let me sleep as well. But well, will you tell us a little bit about your Disney plans? I mean, not exactly like where you're gonna stay and everything necessarily, but yeah. um have you like it has this influenced your planner at all? Like do you are you gonna do a Disney spread when you go? Or oh are you pretty like I have so I have Disney kits, but I am not decorative planning at the moment. I go back and forth between pretty functional planning, like pen and highlighter with like maybe a sticker thrown down, with like full blown weekly decorative planning. I go back and forth. So I can't tell you if I'm going to have like a whole big Disney spread come uh, September when we're going, but I have things prepared in case that is what happens. Nice. Um, uh, but for Disney, um, and you know, it's not just Disney. My father-in-law is a travel agent and so he's kind of booking everything. So we're going to go to Magic Kingdom. Hollywood Studios, and then we will do three days at Universal um, because Harry Potter World. <laughs> um, so we're going for seven days, but, you know, you have two days of traveling. So that five days, I think, is basically what we have planned with a massive emphasis on Harry Potter World because that's my 
GM. You actually have your own wand, right? Oh, yeah. Um, however, Kate, the four-year-old, did break it a while ago. So when we go this next time, I am hoping that we will get the children to sit in line at Ollivander's because that is the one thing. I've been to Harry Potter World twice, but I've never um, got to, like, I've never had a group with me that wanted to wait in line at Ollivander's long enough to actually go <laughs> in, oh, in there. Because yeah. um, usually that line is fairly long. So um, I'm hoping that we'll get to this time. But yes, I do have um, a wand that we bought on our honeymoon. And then I also have um, like a replica of Harry Potter's one. But um, I'm not, believe it or not, Harry Potter is like not my favorite character. So, <laughs> Who is um, your favorite character? Like, is uh, in the sci-fi world not your favorite character or not your favorite character of the Harry Potter series? Not my favorite character in the Harry Potter series. So, like, he is sassy and I have a, like, deep fondness for him and appreciation of him. But um, Remus Lupin is actually my favorite character. And um, he's my favorite because I feel like he's a very gracious person and, like, what I aspire to I guess is what I want to say um you know well and what house are you from the quiz I am a Ravenclaw so um and do you agree with that oh yeah my uh my friend Vanessa um she's at whimsy planner on Instagram in case you want to look at my fellow Ravenclaw sister uh we call each other twin stars because we are Type A, rule-following, anxious, Ravenclaws. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes um, sense with the type A then. Yeah, the Ravenclaws. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's not to say that all Ravenclaws are type A, but I, um, they're just like... Well, they tend to be more, um, what would you say, task-oriented or I intelligent? So. Like, like, what do you think? Um, well, wise is, you know, kind of that main word that they put in to Ravenclaws and... Um, I think, I I don't know. I wonder if there are any Ravenclaws that aren't really type A. If you're listening to the podcast and you're a Ravenclaw and you are not type A, feel free to message me. <laughs> well, and some people are like Raven Puffles or something. Like they're like yeah, like there's some people that kinda... like kind of go back and forth between two different houses and um, yeah, no, I um, but I agree with you, Jessica. I think you're probably a Gryffindor too. Brandon and Kate. Kate is definitely a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Um, but Colby, my youngest, I think he's a Slytherin. The more I the more mm-hmm. I learn him, the more I get to know him. He is, you know, I thought for a hot minute he was a Hufflepuff. That kid is not a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I I was hoping for one, but no. No, I think he is definitely he is Slytherin all the way. That's awesome. Okay, well, I will keep you posted. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's just like, "Oh, I can't wait for to find out what you are in this 20 year old I quiz. can't wait. Like everyone's taking <laughs> except you. <gasps> I'd also be curious to know if you do decide to do the quiz, make sure you do the Pottermore one, and you should also take um your uh, Patronus quiz. Oh, yeah, that's another fun one. I think. I mean, I don't know what the quiz will tell you, but I think I'm an albino squirrel. 
the Patronus is generally an animal. Um, mine is a dun mare, which dun is just the color of the mare, which I don't know why they put that into Pottermore because like a Patronus is generally like a silvery figure. So how would I know the color of the mare? Um, which my husband was super jealous about because his is a monkey. <laughs> and like he's like the horseman in the family like he rides horses he had horses growing up we i mean like we have a horse but i barely know how to ride um so i remember when we were taking that quiz together he was like seriously it's like well that's why you like me so well (laughs) because that's my patronus (laughs) but yeah well then i will definitely be a squirrel i hope so and if you take that like take a screenshot of it if it is a squirrel because I feel like that's something that needs to be held on to you would appreciate the books if you get into them um I think I would like I I always think when you're older and you read Harry Potter because I like grew up with Harry Potter like my mom got cancer when um I was really young and I read Harry Potter like really hard times I read Harry Potter I still do that like it's um I mean when Brandon was having his open heart surgery I was in the lobby reading Harry Potter (laughs) um so I just have like this really deep attachment to Harry to the world not Harry Potter but like the wizarding world that sounds so cheesy but it is true um and so I feel like you would have a good appreciation for it. But when you're older and you read Harry Potter, I feel like you kind of lose just a little bit of the magic. Yeah. Or you're waiting for like more romance but or something. And you're like, this is not ever good. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Because yeah, like they're yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Like you're not going to get any of that. Like, um, I mean, you know, you, you see them develop relationships and different connections and um, those sorts of things. But there's, you know, it's not like when you read A Court that's of right. and Roses. That's for sure. Um, but yeah. Okay. So well, with that being said, let, I, I, think you I, read it. <laughs> I think that's the summer is calling me for that, um, series for sure. Get out on a lawn chair, put my feet up. So I feel like if you get into it though, it'll be one after the other and you'll be good. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of waiting for summer because I'm like, if I, because of my superpower of ADHD is hyper-focus. I yeah, you'll power won't through. Do anything else like yep. shower, eat. It'll be reading. <laughs> It'll have to be, yeah, you'll power through. Monitored. Yeah, I'll have to just hop on and be like, um, keep me accountable. Okay, so with that being said, let's play list it to finish out the episode. So you'll have twenty seconds because Lister's got a list, and I, I want you to name as many Harry Potter um, characters. Um, as you can. Are you ready? I am Set, ready. Go. Harry, Ron, Hermione, Hagrid, James, Lily, Sirius, Remus, Snape, Malfoy, uh, Narcissa, Bellatrix, Cho, Cedric, Albus. Oh, there's the old car horn. Okay. Good job. <laughs> That was not a challenge for you, I know, but I was like, well, that's oh, something I feel like I was going so slow. 
No, you got it. Okay. All right. I think you paused like once. That's good because okay. you have the pressure of time, you know, it's like all of a sudden well, your brain is like to another be focus. fair, I am in my office where I have some Harry Potter inspirations. Mm. I was looking up there and I was kind of like, okay, so I have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't cheating. The only character I have is um, Hermione, but, you know, it brings about memories, so. Maybe well, you have the three-headed dog. What's his name? Fluffy. Yes. And oh, I've had him since it. I was like, oh, God, how old was I? I think I was like nine when I got him. Oh, before you go, I wanted to ask you, why? where did Elbel Plans come from for your name? Oh, my gosh. Um, So it's Elabella Plans. And oh, um, this is actually – no, that's okay. Um, This is kind of a cute story. So when I was working, um, I had – um someone that I worked with, her name is Katie. And we, she would, what were we doing? I don't know. We were doing something and, you know, we were kind of getting to know each other a little bit more. And all of a sudden, like, maybe we t- I asked her like, well, do you have any hobbies? She's like, well, it's kind of stupid. And she had an Erin Condren. And like, you know, she pretty exclusively used like Scribble Prints Co. kits and we got to talking and just became like basically really quick friends after that. Because if you find somebody, you know, in person that likes planners as much as you do and like stickers as much as you do. uh, Anyways, she is actually the person who convinced me to start a planning Instagram And as we were working, you know, I'm like, I just don't have like a name for it and whatever. I was just putting it off and putting it off and putting it off because um, I don't know why it was kind of silly. I don't know if I, um, you know, growing up, I was always like nervous inserting myself into a community where I didn't like have an invitation basically. So Um. for some reason, starting like planning only Instagram was really um, intimidating, which is so silly. I mean... I see it now as being silly. But anyway, so we were trying to brainstorm. Well, you need a catchy name. So uh, Cassie isn't very catchy. And she asked, well, what's your middle name? I was like, well, it's Ella. And the week before, we had just adopted our dog, Bella. Um, And so she was like, well, what about Mm. Ella Bella Plans? (laughs) And so that's how it got started. It was totally Katie's idea. And... um, Unfortunately, I moved farther away from her and, you know, she's, um, she had graduated, um, with like her nursing degree license. I don't know what you call it, but she's a nurse now. So, um, her hours are a little tricky and, you know, I'm a stay at home mom. So if I go anywhere, I have to bring kids and, um, we live, you know, more than an hour away from each other now, but she's literally, I remember when I hit five, 500 followers, Maybe it was a hundred followers. It was just a little bit. And she was like, look at all these followers, <laughs> which I mean, I know it's nothing like what um, <laughs> some people have, but like hitting that like hundred follower mark was just so exciting. And she shared in that excitement with me. And I'm just like, yeah. So the whole reason why I'm here is because of Katie. <laughs> I know. I hope I can oh, get her to you, come Katie. to a meetup. Um. I should be more like insistent that she come because I think she'd have a really good time. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to, to comment about your subscriber count. Um, when I was talking yeah. with Cindy uh, Llama Letters, she said, I was saying that kind of similarly about 
like how many, um, I guess saying followers seems weird when you say it out loud, but like however many people follow me. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, but have I you ever been that. in a room and with a hundred people? About, like, Chicago, That's a lot of people. Where, when I went to the yeah, Chicago and I was like, oh, yeah. I think there was like, what, 500 of us? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a um, lot of people. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I remember that like when she was said that and it kind of put into perspective, like even with the follower account that I have, I'm more excited when I get engagement on a post, like I posted my no spend, like I didn't even have a spread. It was just my no spend inserts clean before I started this month of no spend. Then I got a lot of engagement on it and I was so excited. I think like five people commented or something and um, it kind of put like a pep in my step. I haven't posted since then. However, I'm really bad at that. I need to, um, I need to be better at that because the engagement makes me like super happy. Well, you're... So. I've been engaging less. Now that I we have know. Marco I was Polo. thinking the same thing. <laughs> Maybe you and I should be like accountability like, partners and be like, Hey, see you're on Marco Polo. Have you, have you engaged on Instagram at all? <laughs> well, it's like, because you're doing some of those same things. Like, this is what I'm doing right now, like a IG story or something. Okay. And I'm like, oh, but this is just for – and not that I'm trying to be exclusive or, like, but it's don't want to share like, it with – But it's kind of you know. exhausting to do both. Um, I mean, because I was even thinking that um, today because I was going to – well, I was going to post my weekly spread because it's very functional and there's a lot of pen on it. There's a lot of highlighter on it um, until I realized that – I had my husband's like flights on here and I was like, oh, maybe I'll wait. Um, but when I did mm-hmm. the, um, I did a flip through on Marco Polo today because I got new dividers and I was like, oh, I should maybe do that on Instagram. I didn't want to. And so I didn't because like, if I don't want to do it, I mean, nobody wants to see it if I don't want to do it. So, um, but yeah, no, I agree. It's, I, I love Marco Polo so that we can connect with our like, community that we have here in Minnesota but it's I don't know it's kind of hard juggling it and it is very so you know oh, what is it that I want to say the new shiny thing going on I know what you mean I know oh what is that word though there's Thank a word you. for it's it it's still a novelty. novelty yes I agree with that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So, yeah mm-hmm Okay, well, we better seriously wrap up or it's oh, going to be midnight definitely. and we will be pumpkins for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Bye, Cassie, I'll uh, talk to you later. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I hope to see you over on Facebook at the group Planner Lifestyle to talk more about anything Cassie and I mentioned in today's podcast.